Hi, this is Jay Baer of Convince and Convert Consulting, and welcome to the new Content Experience Show. Content Experience is the new content marketing. It's not only about reaching audiences where they are, but engaging them with personalized, useful content that matters. On the Content Experience Show, we share strategies, tips, and real-world examples of how leaders are taking their content marketing to the next level. Now, here's your hosts, Randy Frisch from Uberflip and Anna Harak from Convince and Convert Consulting. Welcome to Connex, the content experience show. I'm Randy Frisch from Uberflip. I've got Anna Iraq with me here. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that you know everything that's coming in this podcast. And you don't want to miss this podcast because this one was really great. And we say that all the time, but this is one of those podcasts where you will take away ideas to implement on your team. Now, that doesn't matter if you're focused on ABM, which Jody Lebo hits on. Or if you're B2C and you're kind of just thinking about how do I personalize an experience at every stage. But, you know, Anna, we, after the recording, we, we stayed on and just talked to each other about how that hit the mark. Yeah, this one is fantastic. So I, I totally agree. Randy, we say that a lot. You're right. But this one was really, really great, especially today. For anybody who's confused on ABM, um, this episode is really going to help break it down. And actually, specifically, Jody breaks it down in just really great, tangible ways, especially ABM is kind of a buzzword right now. People are doing it. Maybe people are doing it really well. Maybe some people are sort of wanting to get started, but nobody really kind of knows what it is. But Jody breaks it down so succinctly and so well. It's a really great, tangible episode. Yeah. And, and just to, again, set expectations, because I think some people, when they think about ABM, they're like, well, what, how's that going to tie in content? Um, ABM isn't that all about just picking the accounts that you want to go after and focus. But I, that's where Jody's gone to that next step of ABM, which is how do we take those target accounts or how do we pick, if you're not in an ABM mode yet, how do we pick the customers that we want to work with and how do we actually line up engagement strategies for them? and ways to activate them that drop them into the content we've worked so hard to create. And I think that's something that all of us would be excited to do, whether we're a content marketer and we can drive people to the content we created, or we're in digital and demand gen and we're trying to, you know, figure out how to leverage the content that's been created. And I, you know, I, I really am impressed with Jody in terms of how she's brought that mentality into her org. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, she even actually explains how content should be involved. And at the very end, just to give everybody a little bit of a snippet, at the very end of the episode, she breaks down the exact three things that marketers today should be doing in order to really get started with content in ABM. All right. Do we tell them or do we make them listen? Right, let's make them listen. Let's you know, set up the cliffhanger. Now we're going to roll right into the podcast this week. And I believe you started off. So here we go. Jody, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so great to have you here. I'm really excited to chat with you. I know. We're going to talk about a lot of really cool stuff today. But before we get to that, would you mind telling everybody just a little bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm Jody Lebo. I'm the Director of Demand Generation and Marketing Operations um, at a company called CollabNet Version 1. Uh, two companies that merged together in the last year. Um, but I've been in B2B marketing um, for you know nearly 20 years, really focused on 
um, demand generation, digital marketing uh, throughout my career. Um, and you know, today lead a, a great team of, of marketers um, and have been doing a lot of really fun things around content and account-based marketing, um, that which I'm excited to, to talk about. Yeah, you actually just gave a huge presentation on account-based marketing, right? Yeah, actually, I got to um, co-present with Randy at the Marketo Summit, um, which was really um, a lot of fun and a really great chance to, to talk about um, everything I've been doing with um, account-based marketing and, and content and some of the recognition our companies had in the last couple of years. Yeah, you, you rocked it up there, Jody. Thanks so much for doing that with us. And uh, you know, I, I think you're a great guest for this podcast for the following reason. And, and a lot of people, I think, sometimes expect that we're always going to have people who are like hardcore content marketer or a content marketing thought leader. And and I, I, I put you in that bucket, even though as you described yourself, your background is more in demand gen and digital strategy. And I think that's the really exciting part to me, and I know Anna as well, is is that content is starting to work its way throughout an organization. That it's not just sitting with the content marketer, but everyone in the organization is is doing that. Maybe you can tell us a little bit about how that's evolved in in your career, and and maybe even at Collabnet version one. Yeah, you know, I agree. You know, it's funny because when people you know talk about about content or demand generation, you know, I say. Really, it's all about revenue and driving our business forward. So, you know, I don't think of it marketing as we get patted on the back for doing some cool campaigns or or developing some great content, right? If if these things aren't delivering compelling message that speak to our buyers' needs um, and help really engage them to to drive our business forward, like at the end of the day, we're not successful. So I, I think that you know the advent of content marketing and and it's really proliferating our usage in, in demand generation. I mean, I, the the change in the way people consume content, right, individually or in business, um, continues to evolve as we get more and more comfortable with um, consuming content on demand and being able to to see things in the format that we want to to see it. Whether we're someone who loves to you know binge watch videos or we want to read lengthy white papers, you know, people expect to to get access to those things when they want them and how they want them. And they almost expect to have that constant flow and um, of content. So I think the needs for demand gen um, has just been fueled that we need more content, we need more relevant content, we need to keep it, keep it, keep it going um, to really create those engagement experiences for our buyers. That's a, a great summary of the state of where I think a lot of marketers are at. And I don't care if you're in B2B or B2C. I think there's that challenge of delivering the right piece of content at the right time, as you put it, to drive someone to that revenue outcome. And you know, another another hot buzzword topic that's probably pushing that, and, and I know it is for you because this is what your presentation was all about, is ABM or account-based marketing. And you know, I, I think the tricky part with ABM or any buzzword, forget about ABM, is that when it comes out, there's kind of like three groups. There's you know a third of the people out there roughly who have no idea what it is and haven't heard of it, a third who have but have no idea how to define it, and a third who actually know what they're talking about. I'm going to put you in the third group there, which is you know, where we all want to get to. So maybe you can help everyone understand what ABM is first. 
Yeah, you know, I, I call it um, a little bit of our ABM philosophy and some of the, the things I've learned over the last, you know, couple of years um, here working with a team that's really kind of went all in on, on ABM. But um, the first thing I, I tell people is, though, you know, it stands for account-based marketing, the first and foremost, it, it's not it's not all about marketing, right? It's that that's not what it stands for. It really is not a campaign, a technology um, or even a marketing approach. It's really a whole go-to-market team transformation. It's the business saying that together, sales, marketing, customer success, like we're going to align and think about driving the business um, with this account-based focus. Um, you know, I think that it, it requires an all-bound strategy and really tight alignment between marketing and an SDR kind of organization, a sales development team, right? And so you have to come at this from from multiple a multi-pronged approach, right? Um, this isn't something that just marketing can do. It's not just sending out some emails. It's not just putting some personalized content out there, you know, you need to be thinking about how you're going to spider into and um, gain traction within an account. Um, and I think, you know, it, it's not all about technology. Certainly, there's so many great new um, technologies and platforms that can help us support these ABM efforts, but that alone isn't going to do it. We have to figure out how do we leverage those and how do we bring kind of that tailored and personalized message and content to, to those buyers leveraging all of this technology. So one of the things that I loved from your presentation was this analogy that ABM is a journey. Can you replay some of that and maybe put ABM into a different context? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, when we talk about those different thirds and sort of the, the way that, um, uh, you know, that, that uh, companies are trying to think about account-based marketing and saying, like, we want to go do this. And, oh, my gosh, that means we have to figure out all of these things and bake this whole program before we can get started. And I've really learned over the last couple of years, you know, it really is, it is a journey. And it's not something that you're going to just kind of, you know, do um, and be done with or put out there. And so because it's a transformation, there's a lot of ways to think about, um, you know, getting started and getting going and continuing to evolve. And, and so I think for so many people, it seems daunting and, well, we just don't even know where to go. And, and so that's where, you know, you can think about, okay, you know, how do you think about the market and the accounts and the targets that you that you want to interact with? You know, how are you going to start to engage them um, and deliver those relevant experiences um, with them? And how are you going to um, you know track that and kind of keep keep it going um, and uh, and align with sales? So you know, I think like a lot of things in life, you know, things are things are a journey and people, you know, we talk about the buyer's journey and people needing to engage with you and learn about your company and kind of go through um, a whole experience. And, and that doesn't change with account-based marketing. It's just, I think, really, it's a, it's a way, you know, I, I also say like marketers have been doing this for, for years. We just didn't maybe call it account-based marketing, right? We've always thought of segmentation and you know, maybe filtering down to a specific industry or a group of kind of target accounts. I think now it's just, you know, again, with some of the technology, it's allowing us to have more of a one-to-one -one experience at scale. And so I think that, you know, 
it's it's everything old is new again, right? And ABM is the is the new uh, the new thing. But it's really just as marketers, us recognizing that we can create a more meaningful interaction and journey with an account when we when we really kind of tailor and hone in and, and think about them. I love when that happens, by the way, when you read about something that's kind of new or something that is kind of evolved and you're like, oh, I've actually been doing some of that for a while now. And you're just like, oh, cool. I can just do it in a cool new different way. So no, I love I love how you phrase that. It's so true. I, I like listening to this and I'm like, isn't this what we've been supposed to do since day one with marketing? Like deliver these experiences that are meaningful to people. And it's it's funny, again, like I, I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast are not a B2B marketer and they sometimes get overwhelmed when we go B2B. But, you know, this applies to our, our day-to-day. And I'll give you one of my own personal examples. You know, I, I bought a, a new car recently, right? And I'm on this like terrible drip campaign from, I, I feel like I'm going to ruin a brand, but like Volkswagen, who like have no idea who I am, right? Like they send me like cars that are like convertibles when I have three kids. Right. And, and I've been to an interactive thing with them where like my kids played and like, probably that's why they have my email in the first place. Right. And then on the flip side, uh, and you may think more or less of me after this, but I, I recently bought a Tesla and like they nail that personalization and delivery and experience. And it's, so this, this crosses into everything, right? It, it crosses into our B2B, but it's, it's just delivering a meaningful experience that makes us want to work with that company. Yeah. I think people, you know, people expect that, right? We have these expectations now, like you said, that, that companies and brands know who we are and they know what we want and what's meaningful to us, right? And we get turned off when somebody kind of blatantly is off, right? And so I think, you know, not only things we know about um, accounts or individuals from their, you know, firmographic information, et cetera, but also the, the what they've done and how they've interacted with us in the past. Those, those signals, those, you know, those digital signals all tell us something. And if we don't sort of t- use that and, and kind of continue to personalize, um, I think people just, you know, think, well, you don't really understand me. <laughs> so... Uh, you're so bang on. And, and I mean, you're, you're hitting on everything that we've been doing from an ABM perspective again, which is gathering those data, g- gathering that data, gathering those insights so that we can do this. But I think one of the things that you're executing really well is that engagement. And I want to hit more on that. But first, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors and a special message from Jay Bear. So stick around and we'll be right back here with Jody. Hey friends, it's Jay Bear. Imagine experiencing all the awesome that is Connex, but live. Everything you love about this podcast, but for two days in three dimensions in a beautiful theater in Toronto. This year, August, you're going to hear from the best speakers about content marketing at Connex, a truly intimate networking experience with 750 marketers. I'm the co-producer of this event organized by my friends at Uberflip, and we're going to bring together brilliant strategists and brand marketers from all over the industry in Toronto. It's August 20th through the 22nd. Every single session is a keynote. The speakers have been handpicked by me. They include Andrew Davis, Scott Stratton, Tamson Webster, Amy Landino, and leaders from DocuSign, 3M, Blue Wolf, Pardot, and more. Get your ticket today at connex.uberflip.com. That's connex.uberflip.com. Use the promo code podcast to save $50 off your ticket. I will see you in Toronto. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are here with Jody Lebo, Director of Demand Generation and Marketing Operations at Collabnet Version 1. We are talking about ABM. So, Jody, before we before the break, we talked a ton about sort of what is ABM, what exactly are the benefits, how do we actually do this properly? So maybe you can talk to us a little bit about how you are actually putting this into play today and some of the results you've seen from it. Sure, absolutely. You know, as we talked about, um, I, I believe ABM is really uh, a go-to-market team approach and an all-bound strategy. So, you know, we've really architected kind of this ABM, you know, approach for, um, at, for what's going to work for our company. And it really starts with um, us collaborating and aligning with sales to really understand the accounts that we want to target. Um, and then, you know, that pulls in a lot of great um, technology and, and leverages some uh, predictive analytics for us to figure out what those high fit accounts are going to be. Um, and then from there, it really comes down to content creation and, and creating those interactions and experiences to go and engage people from those target accounts. Um, and so, you know, I been thinking about a lot about over time, you know, how to do that and have tested different ways and have really found some success and really building out these kind of content um, hubs and destinations to, to drive people to and then using a lot of targeted channels, um, some targeted display ads and other ways to really outreach um, to individual accounts or, or groups of accounts and then bring them in to the to this destination where I have this more personalized content um, that's going to be really relevant for them and kind of giving them that that opportunity to engage and learn about our company and sort of start that that experience. And then from there, you know, continuing that interaction with a more human one-to-one. So really partnering with our, our sales development and our sales teams to to see what those those people in those target accounts are doing, to better understand what's happening, to gather some account insights. And then we're enabling them on how to really create more personalized outreach. So, you know, gone are the days of just sending out some, you know, kind of blank blanket target emails, right? They're really expected to, to take these nuggets and these insights from these accounts and, and create something that's more meaningful to, to outreach to them and to continue the conversation leveraging content, right? So to continue to feed and sort of um, give additional resources to those accounts that continues that, that exploration and supports that buyer's journey. I, I love that answer because you basically in, in maybe two minutes describe the entire buyer journey and all the different things you're doing at different stages. And, and it, it shows that, that marketing these days is not just about bringing in leads, but it's about nurturing those leads and, and doing so in ways that are not, as you put it, just you know sending out emails, but it, it's all the different things that we do. So maybe we could dig in on a couple of the examples of how you're executing. And I know you did some really cool things, Jody, with um, you know retargeted ads where you're personalizing the ad, but you're, you're kind of going to that next step and maybe you can describe for people who, who are maybe less familiar with a retargeted ad and, and how that, that strategy worked. Yeah. And, you know, I think that that's, you know, been some of the fun and some of the creative um, exploration and testing that we've been able to kind of do as we thought about how to, how to engage people um, in a, in a digital way, but in a more personalized and relevant way. So, you know, I've done, some of the specific examples, right? So taking some 
a group of target accounts and being able to actually personalize like some ad creative either for that company by name I've done or by sort of a target industry. And then being able to, to use some technologies and platforms out there to, to deliver those um, those targeted display ads to specific accounts and, and having those connected and driving people to um, a really personalized experience for us, you know, based in Uberflip and, and driving people to these, these custom kind of streams and, and destinations where the message and the content really matches, um, you know, that ad creative and it has them feeling like this is a really like unique and targeted high touch experience. But a lot of the technology allows us to even sort of do that at scale. So it doesn't always require literally a, a one-to-one um, kind of match. I, I absolutely love that. And you know, one of the things that I can say annoys me is when I click on an ad and then I'm, I'm, I land on like someone's like homepage and the ad is, is promising me all these amazing things that I'm looking for. So if I've done a Google search and I, I find something um, or I'm just on the web and they're retargeting me, but then they, they just drop me at the top of their funnel, like very top and they expect me to navigate. And I don't know, like Anna, that, that annoys me. I know, I know we've talked about this before. It's just, it's, it's just lazy. No. Yeah. It happens all the time. I think, you know, sometimes it seems like, you know, and Jody and Randy, let me know if you agree, but it seems like sometimes we just don't necessarily know where to go, or maybe we don't have the right place. So it seems like the homepage is a great way, or, you know, maybe we pick the page closest, but it's really just not that tailored experience that, that we could be providing. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't think, you know, it's, it's not all about the top of the funnel either. Right. And I, like to your point, I think, you know, a lot of marketing and demand gen efforts can be focused on those new leads and that top of funnel activity and just getting that initial engagement. But in this, the sense of, okay, we're really focused on an account and moving that all the way forward in the business. We, we know that it takes, you know, how how many buyers are involved in in an average B2B sale and how many months does, does this go on and how much research do they kind of do before they're really ready to, to outreach and talk to a human um, so, you know, it's not always just about getting the net new at the top. And so I think with account-based marketing and the, some of the technologies that allow us to see some of that engagement at an account-based level and say, wow, we've got like several people from this account, like hitting us and viewing some content. But I know there's other potential, you know, stakeholders in that organization that could get pulled into this conversation. So, you know, I really want to continue to get our name in front of the people at that company, have them, you know, feel like we are, you know, maybe a bigger company out there and have a bigger presence than, you know, I really do with a limited marketing budget. And sometimes I really want to drive them to some additional content that's it's deeper down the funnel and it really serves up our value prop. And it's not just about I'm going to shoving a form in front of them and needing them to fill it out to give me a lead. It's really, there's so many more metrics and things that we look at to, to really measure that overall account engagement, that it's not just about top of the funnel and it's not just about form completions. Yeah. It's also pretty jarring when even just as a user, when I'm just a user going through and trying to find information and then being just served with a form, it's like, whoa, hey, that's awfully you're assuming a lot there. Like, I'm just going to sign up because you put a form in front of my face. It's kind of interesting how 
you know, marketers sometimes think forms are just magic and somebody will complete them. Um, but for those marketers out there who really want to start digging into ABM and really want to start making it work for them, Jody, what do you recommend are some initial steps that they take or what are really some steps they can take to get onto the right path? Yeah, like, you know, I think like we talked about, you know, ABM is a journey. And I really just suggest that people get going, right? The the best way to start anything, whether you're trying to run a marathon, you know, you got to start somewhere, you don't jump into 26 miles, you know, you you just get outside, you get moving, Um, start executing, you're going to make mistakes, you're going to learn, and then you're going to keep going, you're going to iterate. This isn't something like I said, you got to have fully baked. Um, so I really suggest that if people are really trying to get started, that you start with those those conversations internally, aligning with your sales um, counterparts and team. You know, this can't be something that marketing is going to be off trying to drive on their own or in a silo. It really is about that business goal and how the organization wants to approach things. And so you, if you start with that alignment, it's going to make everything down the road a lot easier. Um, next is really, you know, step two is dig into to your personas, to your accounts, to, to your buyers. Who are they? What matters to them? What are the ways, uh, you know, that you can reach them? What is the type of content and things that, that they're going to find valuable? You know, we really need to, like you said, to understand and serve the right kinds of things to people. You know, we have to know something about them. And then number three is really like start with a content audit as uh, you know, in any company, you have more content than you think you do. And you just don't, you don't even know how to sort of grasp it all. And so I, you know, I really like for me, I go to my trusty spreadsheets, I start putting columns in, I take everything I have, I say, what type of asset is this? What industry is it for? You know, what's the, (laughs) what product is it about? You know, I just start mapping it all because really then it helps me start to say, wow, I have more things than I even thought I do. I don't need to necessarily go create a lot more. It's really, how do I leverage this and orchestrate it and start to, to, to map, match it up to that journey. Um, and so I think those are some really basic steps that people can kind of do to kind of get started and prepare them for this ABM effort. I love it. I think that is some of the best, like most succinct parting advice we've had on this show from a guest is um, really just align with sales, understand your personas and perform a content audit. I love it. Um, Jody, thank you so, so much for being here today. This was amazing. I feel like we could dig into this topic pretty much all day with you. Um, I love it. And I love how, I, I mean, you obviously, like Randy said at the top of the call, know your stuff. Um, it's it's amazing and fascinating to hear how you're implementing this in, in all the ways that you're doing this. Um, we've gotten to know a ton about you on the pro- on the professional side, but we'd love for you to stick around a little bit longer and talk about a little bit of your personal side. We want to get to know more about you. So everybody stick around and we have a couple of questions coming up for Jody after this. All right, so we're back for a couple minutes with Jody. As Anna put it, we got to know her really well from a professional lens, but now we want to know behind the curtain what's going on when you're not at work. And usually, we actually have a lot of fun, Jody. We we like to ask people like what they're watching on Netflix um, because it it also goes so well with the whole personalization, and we get to know you. And but the interesting thing that we've kind of learned a little bit about you is you're more of a traditional theater person. So maybe you could tell us, instead of what you're watching on Netflix, like, what does going to the theater mean to you? 
that <laughs> um, yes, you're striking back to my my good old days um, of my child theater days. Um, yeah, you know, I grew up uh, doing a lot of uh, theater, dancing, singing, acting, stage performing. Um, and, you know, kind of early on in, in my childhood, my parents kind of imparted the, the, their guidance, which was that was a great hobby, but that wasn't a career. <laughs> so maybe they, they knew something about my acting abilities. I didn't. But um, it's always been a really big passion of mine. And I continue to um, love to go to the theater and see uh, uh, performances of all kinds and, and you know, I've also um, sat on the board of a nonprofit youth theater company, right? And continuing to find ways to kind of encourage that creativity that that comes from being in, in the theater. And I and I think you know a lot of that ends up even in my chosen career of marketing, right? There's a lot of things that I lean on, right? That ability to to sometimes to to get up and speak out and champion something to. Getting feeling comfortable, you know, standing in front of our whole global sales organization, um, or making up kind of fun little songs or, or poems about things we're doing. So I, I think my kind of passion for theater kind of never goes too far astray. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, I, I have such like hope for theater long term, but I also sometimes have these concerns. Right? It was it was interesting, actually. You know, again, people are going to judge me. I've, I've said this twice on this podcast, but I went to see Deadpool too the other day, right? So, you know, complete tangent. But in the previews, they actually had a preview for going to the theater, right? And I was like a little bit weird of a mix with Deadpool 2, but at the same time, I found it interesting that they're trying to lure a different audience into a different form of, of, as you call it, you know, just creative, creative expression. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things I hope is never a lost art, right? I mean, I think, you know, when we look back at the, you know, evolution of mankind and certainly before we had technologies and TV and, and movies, right? People have been sort of performing and, and, you know, creating those live um, theater experiences um, for so long. And I don't know, there's nothing, there's something that's just so you still unique about it, right? When you sit in that theater and the lights dim and you kind of transport yourself into this, into this world or whatever situations like happening on the stage. And, I, you know, there's something that's different about not just being glued to a digital device and being distracted. And, you know, I think people still, re, you know, respect kind of the theater experience. Sometimes you're almost like dressing up a little bit. You're putting your phone away. You're just kind of really in the moment. And, and I don't know. We don't have that a lot in a lot of other places. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's actually a great, you know, plug for like going to events to engage in content. Right. And you know, that that experience is, is a little bit different than reading a blog post or watching a video on our device it's it's going to that and that's that's one of the reasons that you know we partner with jay and we do the connex event which is you know part of this this podcast in toronto every summer and uh you know it's it, it is a bit of a different experience it's the same content but it's that experience around you um you know that, that really you know changes your lens on how you're taking it in so you know the great tie back in terms of your personal to you know how we think about marketing and how we think about the delivery of content and you know Jody, this this whole podcast has been great on on behalf of Anna uh, at Convince to Convert and myself at Uberflip. Uh, we we appreciate so much you taking the time to share your experiences and you know some of the great campaigns that you're taking to market. Uh, for those who have listened into this podcast, I encourage you to go and check out some of the other ones that we have at iTunes, at Stitcher, at Google Play, Spotify, pretty much wherever 
you look for podcasts other than perhaps the theater. You can find you know great episodes from us. Uh, until next time, thanks so much to Jody Lebo from CollabNet version one. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. This is Jay Bear, and thanks for listening to the Content Experience Show. Please leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or on your favorite podcast listening app. Go to contentexperienceshow.com for a complete show archive and greatest hits. That's contentexperienceshow.com. The Content Experience Show is sponsored by Convince and Convert Consulting and by Uberflip. It's produced by my team and I at Convince and Convert. If you're interested in being a guest or a sponsor on the show, just go to convinceandconvert.com.